You're listening to Rock Out With, hosted by me, Danny Faye. If you just want to introduce yourselves. I'm Ben. I'm a lead vocals and rhythm guitar. Uh, I'm Tom. I'm lead guitar and backing vocals. I'm Callan. I'm on bass and synths and backing tracks. I'm Cam. I'm the drummer and uh, backing vocals. You didn't mention the picnic table, Cam. <laughs> oh, and the owner of a picnic table. Proud of <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we need some picnic context. picnic table or a little one? <laughs> uh, it's, it's a good size, but it packs down as well, and that's, that's, the, that's the key detail about it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's where all these synths and, and God knows what else goes, and it's a, it's a sight at gigs. It's funny. <laughs> yeah, we had we had a bit of a palaver trying to set everything up, and I realised I needed something to set up on stage with, and official equipment and and furniture is quite expensive. I managed to find a picnic table, however, that does the job. Genius. <laughs> There's one way Why to not? do it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so you've had some gigs recently. How how did they go? They were pretty, they were pretty smooth, I think, considering considering obviously they were the first the first ones. Um, like I think it was a bit of a sort of nervous anticipation. I think, well, certainly on my part, because um, obviously it's been a band for like eighteen months, and they were the first gigs. Obviously, with the the world being uh, the way that it's been. Uh, yeah. So yeah, we, we we just wanted we just wanted to get the ball rolling. I think that's what we've wanted to do for such a long time now. So yeah, a few little hiccups, but I think it's it's, it's not a live show if you, if it's hundred percent perfect. I don't think is it? <laughs> no, I, I mean for me, I, I think we figured out it was like the first time I've been on stage since for two and a half years or something, mm. um, which just seems alien and crazy to me. Like it's just ridiculous. But um, it was. For me personally, it was quite because I used to be a uh, lead singer. For me, the biggest thing was being able to actually not be tied to a microphone. I didn't know what to do. So oh, I could walk over there. I could walk over there. But I've got to get back to no, I don't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> there's the audience. Uh, they're over there. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was able to have a look around. It was, it was just bizarre. Was there quite a lot of people there? Relatively, I think, yeah. Yeah, we played. So we played the Saturday and Sunday on tramlines, the fringe side of tramlines in Sheffield. Um, Saturday was a Dina venue. I want. To, I want to say Dina. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, that's all. I know it's four letters, and I always get it mixed up. Um, <laughs> yeah, Dina in Sheffield, and then Sunday was at Record Junkie, and I think both of them are uh, small to medium sized venues, I guess. Um, yeah. And neither neither was packed, but it was like the, it was like the right people seemed to be there. I think everyone sort of got involved and everyone enjoyed it. We got some good feedback, so. Always um, bonus. Yeah, it, was, it was great. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like I said, I think it's Tramon's always a good one because you kind of obviously get the, the band that's just been on kind of seems to still be there while you're playing. And then while you're playing, the band that's coming on next is also in there. So you, you kind of get a, a, a steady flow of people. Obviously, you're going to get people in and out all the time. Uh, and also, obviously, we've got the, the hardcores that come with us. Um, we're, we're going to be there by hook or by crook, regardless. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it, it were it was they were they were yeah fairly well populated, and like I said, with the right people, definitely. So, how did you um, become a band? How did you all meet? So, I, I, this is where like me and Tom have to kind of think, right, who's going, me or you? Yeah, okay, um, okay. 
<laughs> you, you, you go for you and Cam first. Go for it. I got it. Yeah. So, so me, me and Cam uh, were in a band called Hush, and then well, and other bands before it. But yeah, that was the latest one. And then, and then Tom and Cal were in a band called Sun Skies. Uh, both of which kind of both came to a bit of a, a natural finish, uh, as these things tend to do. Um, and we just said, like, why don't we just book a practice room and and see what happens? Because um, we knew Tom. Uh, Tom recorded uh, the first EP that we did for Hush, so that connection was already there, um, as well as obviously the game. Yeah, it's fair well, to say we had a bit, we had a bit of a laugh recording that as well. It was, it was good. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Uh, we just like, oh, that's a good time. I think we're all on sort of like the same page. I think musically. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, two years later. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 now its own fully fledged thing. So, uh, so yeah, and then we just we had a few uh, a few jam sessions, um, a few like kind of sort of writing session slash drinking sessions at, at various different people's houses uh, to get some ideas flowing, and yeah, everything just kind of seemed to. Be slotted into place so we just said yeah let's just run with it and the plan was obviously to unveil it all at tramlines 2020 uh which obviously <laughs> that went that, that went really well um <laughs> but yeah you know and yeah and I, I think it's kind of a the, the sound that we've got like an amalgamation of kind of those two things kind of if you shove them together really quick and it all fused together just to kind of um just kind of see what happened and uh yeah it gets and the result is obviously what we've got now so so obviously you had lockdown to contend with. How did you um, build a fan base and promote that? <laughs> it was it, lockdown was was so bizarre because I think I think twenty twenty for us I guess we we started the year um, where everything was happy and everything was fine and COVID wasn't a thing um, and we spent the year by having four three or four days at Calm's house. I think it was literally like the second to the fifth of January or something like that, um, and we basically recorded a lot of a lot of demos using uh, electric kit and just having a amplifier in Callum's kitchen surrounded by like soundproof material that was from the studio which had sort of closed out so it's literally taken off the walls and like hung up in a fashion that sort of worked um <laughs> it, it was the most budget thing you've ever seen but it was great um and we did a lot of sort of demo recordings and we thought right okay here's something to build off for the rest of the year and then the rest of the year happened um and then i think it was September, October? Yeah, it's about September, we, October, we eventually. Yeah, and we started talking again, so I'm thinking, right, okay, let's, you know, this obviously isn't going away anytime soon. How can we sort of work around everything? Um, and I think definitely towards the end of the year, we just started recording remotely. Um, we, set, we set stuff up so that Ben could record vocals literally in his garage. Um, me, me and Cal sort of had bit, bits and pieces anyway, because we like the tablet music production and that anyway. And, um, Cam essentially nicked his uh, <laughs> nicked his parents' I'm iMac <laughs> and told uh, Levy can start putting drums and um, everyone was just sending me all the stems and we put everything together and then gave it a mix and that's that's essentially the EP that's currently uploaded to Spotify at the minute. So have you got it's any more crazy. to be uploaded? Yeah, there's one more yeah. song. Um, which we have played live, so anyone that's at those gigs has heard. Um, which is a, it's it's in the final stages, but we've sort of been releasing a single like every month and a half, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, and it's sort of it's that's that seems to be going pretty well. It keeps like momentum up. Um, people, uh, the good thing about Spotify in particular is when you follow an artist, if, if when another song comes up, everyone who follows us gets notified about it and release radars and discover weekly and all that sort of algorithmic stuff. Um, 
So we're sort of capitalising on that, really. Is there an EP or an album in the works, or are you just going to keep releasing singles? Um, I think we, so. The singles we've got out at the minute, as unless you know this changes somewhere down the line, uh, the singles we've got out at the minute. I think once we've released the, the last one, it's going to be as part of an EP. So it's yeah. kind of like okay, put all those sort of to bed, put a, put a, tie a knot around it, and you know, put a nice pretty bow on it, and it's out. <laughs> um, but I think the the thing is, like, song five isn't even finished yet, and already I'm itching to get into the studio now. <laughs> so well, I think, I think to, yeah, go. On. And I said we said this at the Tramlands gig, didn't we? Literally came off stage mm. after the uh, after the record junkie gig on the Sunday, and we were just like, we, "We need to we need to start like recording again, right, and again, and finishing these other songs off." And we're kind of like, so it's a weird sensation because obviously some of these songs we've we've known and been playing for like the best part of well at least at least a year, mm. and like, but so it kind of it's a weird one to kind of process the fact that people may not have heard them yet, like you know what I mean, like mm. they, even though like. Like they've all just gone out there, but they've been in our heads and in our ears for quite a while. Um, so yeah, we're kind of itching, itching, to, itching to get on. I think, regardless, I think it's just something that we enjoy doing as well. Like, I mean, whether we go in a studio or whether we do it the same again, try it on a mixture of both. I don't know, but I think, well, yeah, we we just want to, we just want to keep do, keep doing what we're doing. Like, I think I think it's it's been quite productive for us, and I think it's it's been it's been a really kind of a nice change to work like that because. I think in previous bands, you just kind of get in a practice room and then if someone jams an idea, you go, oh, that's cool. And then you'll jam on it for half an hour and then you'll be like, all right, actually, no, we need to focus and do this, this, this. And then you have another idea. So there's just ideas floating about everywhere and there's just no way to kind of uh, keep a track of everything, really. So I think, yeah, this has been a, re a really good a really good way of keeping track of the ideas that we've got and then, like you say, sort of hearing them, hearing them themselves before we then kind of go and play them live. Uh, which has mm. also been a, a weird sensation in itself because that, that's one of the songs in it. The, the last one that's going to be coming out that wasn't even mm. a song when lockdown like happened. So that was written, recorded, everything remotely. So when we actually got back into a practice room, it's like right, how do we uh, how do we play this one? Especially <laughs> <laughs> had to learn the songs. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, yeah that, that, <laughs> that's essentially what it was. You had the, the biggest uh, sort of stepping stone for that, didn't you? Really, you did. But me, uh, <laughs> I've been asked to get in the studio and actually to record actual drums, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just the uh, Logic Logic Pro, uh, what, what is it, drummer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Use a drummer then, but sort of edit it to build it yourself sort of thing. Yeah. It, 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 was, it, was, it was amazing for Kawa. I could just, just be able to obviously input all that and never actually play the songs. And then put these <laughs> in and the drum kit for the first time in two years. He's like, oh, yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> How does this go? Yeah, I, I I didn't know though. So when we did the first um, sort of mix for the the first song Aurora, I listened to it. I'm like, oh, that's mint! Because I know Cam. I don't know if you still got it, but I know Cam had an electric kit and everything. So I, I just presumed yeah. that that's what had happened. That they'd obviously played the electric kit and done it that way. And then um, yeah, there was something about editing the drum things. What you talk about? And I'm like, are they are they not real? <laughs> and they're like, oh no, they're not real drums. I'm like. I, I, I genuinely, I was just like, I was like, there is no way. I want, I weren't having it. Like, I, I'm like, right, prove that they're not real drums to me, because I do not believe it. Um, yeah. So I think, yeah, that I'm. I, I think that's one of the, that's one of the, sort of the more positive things for me of that. The recited recording, the deficit sounds. I'm not like dumbing down your drumming cam. Like, I'm not saying you should program everything, but like, oh, no. just, just, the, just the overall sound of that. What we got from the drums was just absolutely mental. Like, it's a good little program, you know. Yeah. Like, 
if we, we I got the ability like through lockdown to go in a studio then we've got that option you know what I mean we, we, we could even do that again do exactly the same again how we wrote the other songs do it all remotely so I think it worked well yeah. for us to be honest mm. oh. did you find it like did you find it difficult taking it from the computer made drum sounds to an actual drum kit I, I did, yeah. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> I, know, I know, I know where things were, but we, we added all that little fills and obviously the the, the structures. I know the structures, but uh, we got to certain parts of the songs in practice room. I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I think that that was the biggest thing for me as well. Like, I, I knew the structures off by heart, but I didn't know what chord it was going to. Was like, yeah, it's supposed <laughs> yeah. to sound like, yeah, something like that. <laughs> There's a riff here. I don't have to play it. <laughs> it was it was a very weird workflow going from um, obviously uh, typically you'd jam out songs, you'd write them out in the practice room, and you you learn it as as you're writing it. Whereas mm. for us as we're recording and adding new bits and changing this, we're only recording one single part at a time. So it was then very weird as all coming back in. I remember the first practice that we actually got in, all really you know excited for it and. Everyone plugged in. And I think we played through one of one of the simpler songs that we've got, Supernova. And we just kind of looked at each other afterwards and went, Well, that was a bit shit, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Such a strange sensation, weren't it? Yeah. Yeah, it really was. It really was. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Alright, so it's your latest single. Um it's the what would you say, isn't it? It's mm. the one. Um, about your dog. Essentially, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was sort of it's. I think that little melody, the the sort of we've had for ages, and I yeah, think yeah. The, the like the bones of the song we've had for ages, and that was way back in like 2019 when we first sort of started jamming. I think it was one of the first things we sort of yeah sporadically made. Um, who said birth then? That would have just been anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, it, we, I think we were sort of didn't know what to write it about or, or what to you know nothing lyrically sort of came to us. I think we had a couple of ideas, but they were just all sort of just it had no context, no sort of baseline, you know, not, no sort of theme. And it just um, just words, weren't they? It was just words, and I, I was sat here in this spot, and then the door sort of opened, and my dogs. Walked in. I was like, "What would you say if you could speak? Like, what are you, what are you going to tell me?" And and I just went, "Hang on." <laughs> and That's I it. To, I picked it to Ben, and you just sort of went, "Yes." Because <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think it's it's again without sort of blowing his own trumpet. I think it's it's written quite in a, such a quite a clever way. Because if you were, if you didn't explain that to someone or tell them what it's about, it's mm. it's kind of. It's a bit kind of underhand, isn't it? Like it's mm. it's not blatantly obvious. But as soon as you mention, oh, it's about the dog, and listen to it again, you kind of go, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, I think the other thing as well is we. I always, I always, um, it, I think annoyed is the wrong word. I always find it. I, I find it hilarious how like I could put a picture of one of my dogs up on Facebook, and it immediately gets oh twenty likes and shares. Yeah. And they say, yeah, I've been working really hard on you know this this song with this band and we've just we've been working through lockdown it's taken like a year and a half to get us here this is our first single two likes and they're like from the band and it's like right okay 
So I always just thought, right, what I'm going to do is just get a dog, <laughs> put, attach my music to it, and then here we go, marketing. Marketing, I mean, big brain time. Come on, it's, it's about the time they went and heard something, all right. <laughs> oh, get a job, so, yeah. Does the dog actually approve of the track? Um, I don't know, I don't know what they say. <laughs> the dog, oh, one of my dogs is. is the, did you like that, Ben? I'm sorry, that really, that's just really funny. Oh dear me! Sorry, that's the best joke I'll say all year. Um, yeah, that's it. The, 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 same, the same situation actually happened. Like when we were looking for like the cover art for it, is I didn't know what to use for it. I tried a paw. I tried like a, a paw print on like sand and stuff like that. And then again, my dog, the dog walked in, so I got my phone and went right up to the phone. And said, yep, yep, <laughs> that works. I'll do. <laughs> oh, okay, so how would you describe your music to someone who's never heard you? Oh, that's a question. <laughs> uh, I'm, I mean, I mean, this this, this kind of sound for me is a bit of a new territory, so. I don't know if I'm probably the best person to answer this, but someone's probably going to have a better idea of the bands that we sound like. So it's, like so I'm, I'm kind of more like your sort of pop rocky type stuff, usually. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, I, was saying, well, I think I started to say this, say this to you, Callie, the other week. I feel like we can only really name bands that we're influenced by or that we'd like. I don't yeah. think we actually sound like any of our influences, which is so bizarre. Um, <laughs> But it's like, I've been wanting for years to write a song like Nothing But Thieves or to write a song like Don Broco or Rise Against. I don't feel like any of them <laughs> actually are. But it's like, yeah, that they... happens when you sort of aiming for it. And I think it's, I think essentially what we are is we're, we're the music equivalent of a drunk in a pub trying to play darts. It's like this. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> it's just a way to put it. You, you really are on form this afternoon. You I've got a lot of time for it. <laughs> I just had a we, hit, we hit the bullseye, but on a different <laughs> dartboard. <laughs> yeah, and a different dartboard in a different pub. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, just, I guess I just name-dropped those three. I think there's a bit of Death of Anna in there, it's fair to say. Um, yeah. Cam, you're a big Linkin Park fan. Cal, you, you, you love your muse. Um, I don't know if there's anyone else you'd like to name drop. A lot of Arcane Roots and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, Royal, Royal Blood uh, for bass tone. Mm. Uh, we're looking at like really big, uh, compressed, heavily distorted bass sounds, uh, stuff that can kind of fill out the space. But with the backing tracks, uh, the rival sons for, for one song in particular that were quite bluesy. Uh, and like you said, Arcane Roots, a uh, fan of Seager Ross. Uh, so there's an interlude track. Uh, or the B-side to the first single re released was like a, an ambient remix of uh, the, the single itself. I think that was inspired by a bit of post-rock. <laughs> so you yeah. walk into a record store, what area were people looking at to find your music? Like you go into the rock, the indie, the <laughs> pop punk? Turn the lights off uh, and we'll just <laughs> run up and down and <laughs> grab random things and we'll see what happens. <laughs> I, I, I would say that if, if you like, say if you had, if you had two umbrella, I think it definitely falls under a rock category more than anything else. Mm -hmm. Because because I, like I, I say, a lot of it is a lot of it is riff based or like I say, your big your big your big sounds, your big chords. So I think yeah, if if, if we were umbrella, it's, it's definitely it's definitely kind of a, a modern rock sound. I think. 
Yeah, it's whenever I'm like having to put data in on websites, it always either comes under modern rock or if that's not there, then alternative rock. Even though I don't necessarily agree with that term, so I don't know what it. What does that it's, even mean? It's, it's a very very broad spectrum. Like yeah, but I, yeah. Think, I feel like if you if, if a lot of people if you just say rock, they still sort of consider you know your classics, your Led Zeppelin, yeah. your which we just don't sound like. But I feel like having to put an extra label on there somehow makes <laughs> it a bit more relevant. Like you, a mini umbrella. What it means. Yeah. <laughs> so we're underneath this big one, but I brought my own as well. Uh, <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> I think modern rock kind of describes us pretty well, doesn't it, to be honest? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Definitely. So what's in store for the rest of the year? Well, ho- hopefully a lot more a lot more writing and sort of demo recording and I, th- I think if in an in an ideal world which obviously we've not had but we still made the most of it like i think i think we'd we'd like to get some more songs out before the end of the year certainly like even if even if it is just like a single um mm. so sort of, because I, th- I would like to experience the studio with you three as well kind of like cause i know we've i know kind of experienced it with tom but tom was like behind the desk and and whatnot i think there's just certain there's certain things what when you're in the studio that i think just that just sort of come out with you like there's that don't come out anywhere else like there might be like just an idea what you will only have in that environment mm. um so that that's that's my aim anyway obviously more more music and more bloody gigs because i have missed the hell out of that yeah absolutely yeah, i think i mirror that completely when um it's just i'm just itching to get my hands on more recordings <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, I think that's the that's the producer in me is just is just hungry. Uh, so selflessly, selflessly <laughs> using the band to just yeah, just give me more stuff to mix. Um, that's it. But yeah, I, th- I think it's fair to say we all get a kick out of just just that moment when you sit back and go, "Yep, okay, that's now good to go. That's done." Yeah. Um, I always like whenever whenever Cam comes over to my house because the first thing he always says is, "Can we listen to this song through the speakers?" <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I've heard it, but it, you know, it's not the same. But um, why not? Yeah. I think yeah, yeah, more, more gigs as well. More of the same, definitely. Do you have any more gigs booked in? We've got the we one that do. I was looking for just before we started this call, uh, but I didn't get there. So give me two it's the, it's, it's, the one, it's the one at real time, isn't it? With um, Barno Edwards out of, out of status quo, um, which, is, which, is, which is super exciting. Um, yeah. It's uh, yeah, we we really get on with the with the guys that run that, Nikki and uh, Nikki and Steve. They are like just they're just absolute legends. Uh, I believe the date for that one, Tom, is the fourteenth of January next year. So we've got a bit of time to wait for that one. So we've got we've got plenty plenty of space to fill before we get there, which I'm uh, which, which I'm sure we're going to be able to do. Yeah, that's the next step, isn't it? Really, we've sort of had the chance to test run with these two gigs at tramlines. Um, yeah. And I think it's fair to say we enjoy the songs. So we're just a bit. Let's carry on. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so the final question is if you could rock out with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be? <laughs> oh. <laughs> God, I'm like these these are difficult questions, these. Uh welcome. <laughs> yeah, I think if I had to just pick one. Straight at the top of my head, like not a lot of thinking, I would say Keith Richards because I just think he's an absolute geezer. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the, the stuff, it's just, he's almost like a, he's like a pirate, isn't it? He's just like 
and, and he's just got his own, his own thing. Like, he's so, he's, what he does is so unique. You know, I mean, not like the most gifted guitarist in the world, which is probably why I can relate to him a little bit. Um, like, and, and that he just he gets on stage, does what he does, and he's, you can just tell that even like however old they are now, like late seventies or whatever, like they're all just just absolutely loving still being on stage. Um, so yeah, Keith Keith Richards. Good shout. I think that's going to be Dave Grohl, hundred percent. Shout and all though. Oh man. <laughs> no, he plays drums, plays guitar. You can shuffle around in a practice room and see what happens with it. Yeah, and I think just in interviews and videos and stuff, you know, they just get along with everybody. It just he's he's great. Yeah, it seems like a top bloke, doesn't it? Yeah, top Dave. Even you two still thinking? <laughs> I, I've gone through about seven names, but yeah, I think Steven Tyler, Aerosmith singer, would just be. I think if I could play anything and then he could just put his voice on it, that would just be me. I'd, be doing, <laughs> I'd give up music because that's the, that would be my peak. Yeah, um, that's it. You could die happy after that. Uh, absolutely happy. Um, I was leaning towards um, Mallory, uh, Mallory Knox's old singer as well. Mikey oh, Chapman. Mikey Chapman. Yeah, yeah. Just because his voice is like velvet. Unbelievable. Um, but yeah, so I just dread name drop too. So. <laughs> we go. <laughs> Actually, to do a harmony because that would be incredible. Can you imagine? Oh God, it'd be awesome. <laughs> uh, I, I think Jimi Hendrix. I just loved what a, a massive sound and personality on stage he had. Um, would have would have loved to have, have shared the stage in that, I suppose. Mm. Yeah. That's a good show. Difficult to answer. <laughs> no, I, the, only, the one for me, the other one for me, I was top toss up between Keith Richards and Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day because I'm just that was my first ever gig and that just completely mm. without sounding cliche, that just completely changed my life. I was just like, right, that what he's doing right there, like I, I want, <laughs> I want that, want to do that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just, I'd, yeah, I think Keith Richards just about edges it just because he's super cool. Yeah, well, that's that's it. Unless you guys have got anything else you want to add. Uh, no, I'm good for me. I guess. Do you need any social links and stuff like that? I've got them all already. Oh, Excellent. look at that! <laughs> that's what we like to hear. <laughs> uh, I guess nothing, nothing confirmed, but uh, some possible exciting news as far as gigs goes over the next few months. So, yeah, with, with, people kind of give us a follow on Facebook and and stay tuned. Just keep an eye out for that next to... Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it as well, yeah. Right, well, brilliant. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you very well, much thank for you having for us. Having us. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. You too. Yeah, you too. Right, nice to thank you, you very much. See you later. Sweet. Bye. Thank you. Bye.